Welcome to Flip the Switch on Life podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Marie. I'm an embodiment life coach here to help you live an empowered and soulful life. I guide women towards self-healing to take back their power so that they can start living life by their own rules and embrace their true authenticity. This podcast is your go-to where I will be giving you all the tools and resources to start the process of self-healing, doing the deep inner work, and developing your spiritual wellness. There is so much power in embodying your true self, but we often allow fear and comfortability control our lives, keep us playing small, and settling for less than we deserve. By learning to rewire your subconscious, you will discover your truest and your highest self. You will learn how to take back control and flip the switch on your life. So thank you so much for listening. Now let's get into the episode. Welcome back to another episode on Flip the Switch on Life. Today's episode I'm really excited about because it's been coming up for me so much over these last few months and I ended up making a full-blown training on it. So I'm like, why not go even deeper on the podcast today? So today's topic is all about awakening our inner leader. And I always tell my clients, I tell people that we all have our inner leader within us and it's really up to us to awaken her, to activate her, to connect her with our moral compass, which to me is our heart. And when we can awaken our inner leadership and connect with that moral compass of ours, the world is our oyster. And so today we're going to talk about how to embody confidence that you crave and step into your desired reality through awakening the inner leader. So let's get right in. All right. So awakening our inner leader. When I first understood the meaning of this, and this is my own definition, (laughs) and to me, awakening the inner leader and discovering my own inner leader gave me the opportunity and the permission to lead my life for myself. I know so many of us are stuck or feel confined or feel confused on what it actually would look like if we started to do things for ourselves. And I think that's what's so powerful here because we get to rewrite our story and rewrite our narrative. And I've been such a big advocate for this for so, like, ever since I stepped into entrepreneurship. And really, even before that, I've always been my own advocate and my own leader in some way. I would always be the rule breaker in schools. I would always want things to go my way, which is a little bit more of a <laughs> a little bit more of a core pattern there of like, you know, throwing temper tantrums when things weren't going my way, maybe uh, as being an only child. But besides that point, um, I've always felt very connected to <clears throat> my heart. And I've came out with a course this year called heartful alignment 
And that did really well. And I think it did really well because we talk about getting into our heart. And so I'm in this phase of shifting, of pivoting just a little more into an evolution of stepping into my own inner leader even deeper and calling more women forward who are ready to step into their own inner inner leader and redirect their life. And so the first time that I ever really started to do that was really even before entrepreneurship and I moved to Los Angeles and literally left my single mom home by herself Um, left all of my friends to move 2,300 miles from Ohio and by myself. And I didn't understand, but my heart was pulling me there. And so once I did that, I gave myself these goals. Like I'm going to get a big girl job at like a corporate position in the fashion industry. And I landed a really, really big brand where I was working in their headquarters. And it sounded great. And it was great at the time. You know, I, I don't regret it at all it gave me so many skills as a manager and a leader also as a leader leading other people um but during that time and i've shared this multiple times um so sorry for the repetitiveness just for a second um but i had a really big epiphany when i gained 30 pounds in five months and when that happened i really started to look at myself and see the insecurities come out and also realize that i wasn't taking care of my body and i needed to lose the weight And so once I started doing that, that's when I fell in love with fitness, right? And then that's really where my entrepreneurial journey really began. And that's really where I started to advocate for myself as a leader and as someone who was listening to their moral compass and really like rewiring the moral compass, you know? And I think, again, we're stuck in a society, in patriarchy, in a suppression of women's advocacy where it is challenging to really think bigger than the status quo. It's really challenging to get out of the matrix. Um, and I think some of us feel that deeper call, um, especially the women that I've worked with and are working with that are like feeling this like inkling of like, I want to do myself healing. I want to rewire my mind I want to get out of the narrative that this is all I have and this is all I'll be given and that I have to settle my relationships and I have to suppress my sexuality my sensuality my freedom to be all of myself and so when we really talk about becoming your own inner leader and awakening her that's what we're really referring to is that you get to really tap on and activate, connect with that part inside of you that is screaming and whispering in your ear that I am meant for more and I want more and damn it, I'm going to get it. And those are the women that I'm pulling upwards and forward and those are the people that I want my message to reach even bigger even for you listening that maybe you're very content and and alive in your form of work or your relationships and maybe this is somewhat triggering to you of like what is she talking about I feel so good and it's like how can you feel even better and that's really I think the edge of what we get to really dance with and that I'm expanding into the more that I'm doing this inner work on myself and letting go of past traumas, generational patterns, core wounds and patterns that just keep me in these like 
vicious cycles of not enoughness or comparison or I need to be X person mindset, when we start to really dissolve and integrate those beliefs and behaviors, we start to create more room and expansion for what we can receive. And I know I'm not the only one here. I know there are incredible coaches and programs and people that are advocating this more wild woman archetype, if you will. Um, And I think that's what's so powerful and so special about what I'm stepping into and what I'm calling my audience forward with. So whatever, whatever season you're in or if you're listening to this and you're feeling like, yes, I feel so rooted in myself and rooted in like the life I'm creating, then my forward call to you is how can it get even better? How can you go even deeper with yourself, with your lover, with your career? How can you stretch your threshold of pleasure, stretch your threshold of desire and joy? And I think truly that's also where we can dive into as well. Uh, But for those other people that are listening that are like, I don't know where to start. I'm ready to desire more. I'm ready to get my more. Um, I'm ready to claim the desires that I want. I'm ready to live my dream. I'm let. I'm ready to get out of my own way. And so that's really where awakening your inner leader really stands. And so let's get into that. And something that I'm so passionate about that I talk about quite a bit and maybe not all in one um, sentence per se, is that we, in order to get out of our own way, in order to embody our confidence that we crave and step into our desired reality, we need to work on the parts of ourselves that are not feeling alive, right? And so what that means is that we need to start identifying where we are holding ourselves back. And so the first part of really identifying where we're holding back is actually identifying who we get to be and identifying our own inner leader and becoming our own role model for ourselves. That is something that is like so potent and so necessary is the visualization, is the interwork of the mindset and allowing ourselves to get to a place of seeing what it could be when we step into our own power and gain that confidence that we want. A lot of people don't even allow themselves and even know it's available to them to think bigger and to think what it could be to have the thing that they want. They're just constantly in this repetitive cycle of like what it feels like to not have the things. And so I challenge you, whatever, wherever you are and whatever you're specifically looking to have more confidence in and have more of a reality that you desire is identify who do you get to be? when you start to do those things how can you be your own role model meaning how can you start putting inspired action into your daily life because that is also super important and so when we want to create our desired dream reality or relationships all of the things we have to connect what are what's inside of our heart that moral compass with what's in our thoughts and say I get to have this and I'm ready and I deserve this, right? And that's really what manifestation is, is putting those two together 
and manifesting from the subconscious. Now, if you feel you don't believe you can have the thing, then you're going to continue manifesting actually that outcome and your brain, your your ego is going to find more evidence of why it's not possible. That's just how it works. Our external reality is a direct reflection of our internal world. And so that's why we need to start taking an observational lens and view of like what's happening for us, what is not working and what is working. How can we maximize and capitalize on what is working? How can we start to shift the thoughts and the feelings and the emotions of the things that are not working for ourselves? So once we get really clear in identifying our inner leader and becoming our own role model and also I'm going to link the three-day free training where you actually get to dive deeper into all of these things. I'm just talking at a high level of what this is. Um, You'll learn how to do that in the training. And so you really just need to get crystal clear on like, what do you want? And it doesn't even have to be like my 10-year plan. (laughs) Not at all. Um, I don't even know my 10-year plan. I have some ideas of what I want to do with my career and where I want to go and how I want to speak to people and all these different things. But I don't know. I mean, the world's the oyster and I'm going to continue evolving and expanding. So if that's the case, then I need to make room for that. So I need to start thinking about who I get to be today. Who do I get to be today? And so now it's like when we're really acknowledging and understanding who we get to be And in the training, you'll also get a meditation at the end that I lead you through to help you activate more of these thoughts and desires and behaviors for yourself. Um, You start to really get clear on like what that part is. And so a part of awakening your inner leader is actually also working on the nervous system, right? It's working on the parts of you that need to be rewired, right? We just discussed in the beginning of this episode that a lot of us stay stuck in our status quo we stay stuck in the environments that we're in because we don't know anything else and so the body and the nervous system and the mind start to work together to keep ourselves safe in this like threshold and so basically what's happening is that our nervous system is kind of stuck on this autopilot of fight or flight And so when we get close to playing with a new edge or going after a dream or taking a risk, we have a, we have a risk tolerance, right? We have a tolerance for discomfort and we also have a tolerance for pleasure. So that's what I'm saying in the beginning of this episode as well, is that it's up to you to ask yourself how much better can things get? Because then that's when you get stagnant. That's when you get complacent and none of us want to be there, right? We want to like constantly be receiving more abundance, more joy, more pleasure in our lives. And we need to play with our thresholds. So with the nervous system, it plays such a vital role in how you show up because your your body knows your limits and we can expand those limits and we can expand our tolerances, but we have to be willing to go do the work. And so something that I do talk about in the training is a little bit about the nervous system and polyvagal theory. And so 
what they're really discussing in polyvagal theory is something that's so potent and powerful and something that's really like new age in um, the self-help community and mental health community because they're stating that we have three states. So a ventral vagal state, a sympathetic state, and the dorsal vagal state. And so basically what we want to be in is the ventral vagal state, which is feeling safe and connected and feeling calm and grounded in our bodies. And so what happens is that when we reach into a sympathetic state, which is the fight or flight response, which unfortunately most of us, some of us are there still and can play a significant role in how you show up confidently, right? Because if you're in a sympathetic state or a fight or flight, right, and you're feeling anger, you're feeling stressed, or you're feeling panic and feeling uh, fear, you're not going to move towards those scary dreams, right? You're not going to move towards like your biggest and boldest wild self, right? And so we have to learn to move past those fight or flight symptoms and get ourselves back into a ventral vagal state. And the way that we do it is regulating our nervous system, which I also give you tools in the training. (laughs) And so what happens is that sometimes we can exceed the sympathetic state and go to dorsal vagal state, which is associated with immobilization, shutdown, or disassociation. And this happens when, um, you know, we're really traumatized, we're frozen, right? We freeze, we don't know what to do, we feel overwhelmed. And it's challenging to pursue your dreams because you feel disconnected and unmotivated. Sometimes like there's like a little threshold right before you hit the peak of dorsal vagal where, uh, and it's a little bit above sympathetic where you are in a space of overwhelm and procrastination and so a lot of the times we start to become unmotivated in those spaces because we are not connected or we feel fear of doing the thing procrastination is a resistance and so if you're feeling procrastinated on your dreams on your goals or you're feeling unmotivated and you're like Ugh, or you're avoiding there's a resistance there because maybe it's like oh my gosh what if I actually do the thing and I make all the money and I get all the clients, or I pivot my career, or I get out of this myth relationship, and then what? (laughs) Then I have to take responsibility of like being that leader, right? You have to think about it in this way, and this is like the, the biggest mind shift ever is like recognizing where you're in your own way, and most of the time, it's because you're fearing of your success, And for me, for the longest time, I was on this hamster wheel that I was chasing success over and over and over and over. And I didn't actually want the success. I didn't want the money. I didn't want the clients. I wanted to be on this hamster wheel of like getting it. And it gave me a high. It gave me like a desire. It like made me invest into so many different programs. And I don't regret them. However, I realized, holy shit, I'm in my own way of success. And I realized that if I'm that successful, I have to be more responsible, right? Because you do. And you have to not tolerate certain things. And you might have to break up with friendships and people. And you might have to shift how you view your money. And you might have to shift out of this coddling that other people are giving you. Whatever it is, you are actually self-sabotaging because your body doesn't know that level 
of itself, right? So even though it's good, it's pleasurable, it's a threshold. It's a cap for yourself. I hope this makes sense so far. So it's so important to do the inner work on your nervous system to rewire, to calm your body, to get you back into ventral vagal state, which is that calm, that grounding space. Because then guess what? You're going to think things clearly. You're going to move past your fears and you're going to be able to do the things that you've been always wanting to do, right? It just is black and white in that regard. And the work isn't black and white, but what you need to do is black and white. You need to get out of sympathetic, out of dorsal vagal, into ventral vagal, into the calm state, even when the fear is present, even when the obstacles are present. Because when you can, when you think calmly, you're leading with your heart, you can stay focused, and you can keep moving forward. So we dive deeper into that, into the training. And so the last part of stepping into your inner leader is all about embodiment. And embodiment is really the visceral sensation and also the action of doing the thing that you want to do. So how do we embody your inner leader? We move through the subconscious blocks and self-doubt and limited beliefs and we take inspired action. So we need to learn about what the resistance and blocks are and how to start our, start identifying them, right? And so we break this down to the training like more in depth. I actually give you a pro- process I've created on my own and I do with my private clients every time they're able to understand a block and move through it. It's incredible. Um, but the purpose is that we need to get out of our own way. And so like I kind of sprinkled in here in the beginning was that our nervous system is very in alignment with our mind right and we can do a lot of the subconscious work and let go of limited beliefs but then our mind is st- or a body I'm sorry our body is still operating in that fight or flight or freeze and so that's why it's so important to always incorporate the body and I don't see a lot of people doing both as I mean coaches and programs that are doing and talking about both. It's not just a new strategy. It's actually how I'm feeling in the moment. It's actually the person behind the business that needs the most work versus the business and the strategy. You have to have the mental capacity to expand your limits, to really receive all that you desire. (laughs) And that starts with you. It's It's not a program it's not a strategy you could do all the strategy in the world but if you're not like mentally emotionally spiritually capable of holding the success you're gonna flop it it's gonna fail so moving through subconscious blocks is key right that'll help us create more room for the things that we want right it'll expand our threshold for pleasure and joy right more success we want that we want that so we need to start really looking at where we're blocked and so finding the resistance and like understanding the parts of ourselves that don't feel that feel threatened right and so this is a really powerful act of like being self-aware and being hyper self-aware of like when you set a goal when you have a dream or a desire and asking yourself okay where am I stuck where am I blocking my own self here and what is coming up in my body I think that's also so important so how is my nervous system acting are you getting 
are you getting like butterflies in your stomach are you getting sweaty palms is your heart racing um something really to note is when you are feeling the challenge when things are about to move through or even you can even take this out of the context of goals and dreams and setting them into like doing things that are challenging like having hard conversations with your partner or your friend or um having a hard conversation with your boss how does your body respond that is where the work needs to happen because there is a fear attached that is allowing the body to tap into the fight or flight symptoms right the sympathetic states the dorsal vagal states and so if we don't get a grip on those we're going to be constantly held hostage from the things that we want which is freedom in our bodies freedom to speak our truth and self-express and freedom to live a life that feels aligned for us. And, and number one, feel safe in all of that. Feel emotionally, mentally, physically safe to do those things, right? And the way that we feel emotionally safe is by moving through those blocks and doing the inner work in our nervous system. So really figuring out where you feel blocked and what is coming up in your body. And so I give you a specific practice, like I mentioned, in the training to move through a subconscious block and resistance and fear so that you can continue building on your dreams or building on the things that you actually want. This practice will work for anything that is feeling blocked. But you, my love, have to figure out where and identify the resistance that's coming up in your body, in your mind. And so... You might have to move through some ego to really get clear on like what it is that is happening in your system, right? And we have to learn to rewire the operating system. So all of this to say when you can identify your own inner leader and activate her, step into your becoming your own role model and doing the things that that inner leader highest self would do, regulate the nervous system and overcome some subconscious blocks and limited beliefs, girl, you are unstoppable. (laughs) Unstoppable. And I've been doing this work on myself and professionally for three years, and it's been so life-changing. And I've shared that with all of you. But just to reiterate, you know, I left my small town in Ohio back in 2016, literally left my single mom by herself, to move towards my dreams, although she was unbelievably supportive and I'm so privileged to have her support. Then I left a almost six-figure job for (laughs) to start my own business. And then I was in fitness. I had to go again and do that inner work and get really crystal clear on like, I'm not happy in fitness. I want to go deeper with my clients to pivot completely into a life coaching umbrella and do a lot of this emotional transformation with my clients. That itself was hard because I everyone saw me as a fitness coach and then transitioning. I mean, it wasn't until I think up until last year someone was still asking me for fitness plans. Like I've completely shifted like two years ago, you know? And so this work has completely transformed my life. It also got me really crystal clear on like what I want in a partner And I left a loving three-year relationship where I could have married this person. I could have just been okay with how things were. And we were just not in a place where I felt fully fulfilled. 
in what I was receiving from that person and also from myself and who I was in that relationship. And I had to let it go. And it was the hardest thing I've ever done, probably second hardest thing I've probably ever done um, throughout this journey of letting go and of stepping into my own inner leader. And so, you know, I want to leave you with this is that what happens when you let go of the things that are not fulfilling this highest self and this inner leader of yours? Uh, because when you get really clear and you start to see glimmers and you start to see other people that are doing the things that you want to do and what can happen, you find the evidence that it's possible for you, it makes you realize that it's so worth the journey of doing the hard things. And I will tell you, when I started to say yes to myself, when I started to listen to my heart, when I started to get out of my own way and step into my own inner leader, my life changed. And I saw my hardships for more as an opportunity to feel the pain and move through it with more grace and compassion. And when I ended my three-year relationship and I felt like, oh my gosh, how am I going to survive? How am I going to do this? So many things need to change right now. And I put myself first. Not, yes, I am grieving. And also, my business (laughs) is booming. I feel more clear than ever in what I'm doing, what I'm creating. I feel so energetically aligned for new opportunities to come. And this isn't to say you have to break up with your partner. And it's not even really about the other person. It's more about I gave myself the permission to think bigger, to think bolder, to be okay with what I desire. I get emotional about it because it's been such a awakening and expanding space for me to really reclaim my self-worth and really reclaim who I truly am and really allow myself to authentically express and give myself the permission all of these things that I listed among things I have not that I've been going through the last three years have led me to a place of I can have anything that I want and my desires are worth pursuing. My dreams are worth pursuing. My What I crave in a partner is worth pursuing What I want in my career, the money I want to make, the impact I want to make is worth pursuing. Letting go of friendships, of relationships, of things I was so attached to are worth pursuing. Because the more that I say yes to my heart and follow my heart, the more that I am finding evidence that I get to have it. and that's really what I want to give my clients 
is the permission to think really big and the permission to be bold and to let go of the things that they think that they need in order to feel safe and okay and to give them the permission to be the most authentic express version of themselves because you deserve it wow i didn't mean to cry you guys (laughs) so thank you for listening but as you can tell, I'm so passionate about this and the more work that I do on myself to free myself of societal and patriarchal and suppressed and oppression of women and the feminine, the more that I reclaim all parts of me and the more evidence I get to find that it is so valid and I get to have it all and I'm starting to see I get to have it all. Mm. So... All of that said, (laughs) and tears running down my face, give yourself the permission, please, and start to. Start to be around people. Join groups that give you the validation that you need in what you desire and not think you're crazy and not think you have to submit or that you have to settle because you get to have it all. And if you want to do deeper work, I really encourage you to download my free three-day training, Awaken the Inner Leader. And uh, I put so much heart and soul into it. It's a video training and you get a you get worksheets with it. You get a guide. You get just like, it's just really coming from my heart. And it's just like the appetizer before the entree <laughs> that's coming up in the fall. Um, so anyway yeah, go grab that. Go grab that training. It's going to be in the show notes or you can go to my Instagram and go to the link in my bio or if you're on my mailing list, um, you'll also be getting some emails about it as well. And yeah, I feel so complete. I hope that this episode was awakening to you, activating to you, triggering to you to really look at the places within your own life where you are not fully you and you want more. Because, girl, you fucking deserve more. I love you all, and I will see you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Flip the Switch on Life. Please be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you appreciate the show, please jump over to iTunes. Give us some stars. If you're feeling for it, write a review. And if you want to learn more about these topics that we discussed today, check out the show notes for more information. Or you can also come hang out, shoot me a DM on Instagram, Instagram is Jessica Marie Step, and I will see you guys next week.